0: This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? A four-year-old orphaned Mexican girl was raised by a German missionary named Medina. At 16, he sent her to Corpus Christi, Texas to a Christian school. At 18, she returned to Agus Calientes, Mexico to work in an orphanage there. It was there she met and married her husband after a, three, a three-day courtship. The two moved to Sacatecas, where they had 11 children, eight boys and two girls, with one dying in infancy. She firmly planted her Christian faith in each one of these. The family lived, cooked, ate, and slept in a one-room adobe house with a dirt floor. Periodically, they swept that floor and piled the dust on a dirt mound outside. My story today begins with one of those little Mexican boys standing on that dirt mountain barefooted a ragged hand-me-down shirt that barely covered his little frame, his only pair of ragged pants too small, too short, gazing across the open terrain and wondering if there was anything beyond the horizon, anything for him. Although he could not see it, there was, due to a godly mother praying, who had planted the seed of the gospel in him and set him apart for Christ's service. In retrospect, we see the unseen hand of God guide that little Mexican boy. A five-year stint in the military, a move to America, a marriage to an American girl, two graves for two little baby girls, a meeting with God in the corner stall of a country barn, and through it all, a relentless hunger to preach the gospel behind the scenes a praying mother, down on her knees, moving heaven and earth to bring her little Mexican boy into the center of God's will for his life. I marveled as I heard this account. It always fascinates me what God can do with one believer. Dwight L. Moody said it like this, The world has yet to see what God can do with one man who is totally and completely yielded to Him. By His grace, He said, I will be that man. A must-read for every believer is the story of missionary John Patton, 30 years among cannibals. It recounts the story of one man arriving on the island of Tanna in New, in New Hebrides in 1858. Facing death daily, buried his wife Mary Ann and an infant son the first year, chased from New Hebrides, only to return to the island OF Annawa. WHEN HE CAME THERE WERE NO CHRISTIANS. THIRTY YEARS LATER BELIEVERS LINED THE SHORES SINGING AS HE LEFT. THREE OF MY FAVORITE HYMNS, STAND BY ME, NOTHING BETWEEN MY SOUL AND THE SAVIOR, AND WE'LL UNDERSTAND IT BETTER BY AND BY, WERE AMONG THE MANY WRITTEN BY CHARLES TINDLEY. BORN TO slave PARENTS, HIS MOTHER DIED WHEN HE WAS FOUR. THE FOLLOWING YEAR HE WAS SEPARATED FROM HIS FATHER. As a teen, he taught himself to read and write by studying newspaper scraps. He worked as janitor at John Wesley Episcopal Church in Philadelphia, was ordained in 1885, and called as pastor of that same church in 1902. At the close of his ministry, the church had over 12,000 members. Throughout history, God has used all types of people for His glory, some to reach thousands, some to reach only a few, maybe only one who will reach thousands. I could fill a book, no, a hundred books, and not scratch the surface of those who placed their lives on the potter's wheel and trusted God to mold them for His glory. Men and women, like William Carey, whose motto was Expect great things from God, attempt great things for God. A great part of the excitement of serving the Savior is watching God do the impossible with the unknown. God can use anyone who has yielded to Him, yet many refuse this prerequisite. So He has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, the weak things to confound the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world, and the things which are despised, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are. I believe we will all be surprised at the beam the seed of Christ when rewards are given to the saints. I am confident a host of no name, non acclaimed individuals will hold places at the head of the line. Mothers who faithfully uh, quietly daily served and taught those in their trust. Unseen laymen who, like John Hyde, prayed the power of God down as God's man preached. THE HUMBLE BEHIND THE SCENE INDIVIDUAL WHO LABORED DAILY AT THE TASK GOD GAVE, THE MISSIONARY AT HOME OR ABROAD THAT FACED HARDSHIP SILENTLY AND WHEN OTHERS QUIT FOR A LESS PRESSURED POST REMAINED STEADFAST. SOME WOULD would ARGUE WITH ME TODAY THAT THE TIME FOR GREAT MIRACLES FROM GOD IS BEHIND US. I DISCOUNT THAT NOTION COMPLETELY. There are yet Samuels to be born due to a Hannah's prayer. Men are yet in the wings like Jonathan Edwards and George Whitfield, anxious to kindle revival. And then there are the millions who love the Savior, feast daily on His Word, and faithfully serve in their place, be it large or small. Miracles by the score are happening each time a sinner kneels at the cross, or A YOUNG MAN OR A YOUNG WOMAN GIVES THEIR LIFE for SERVICE ONLY TO THE KING IN THEIR NATIVE LAND OR ON A DISTANT SHORE. ALL ARE LINKS IN AN ETERNAL CHAIN, A CHAIN OF LOVE THAT ENCIRCLES THE GLOBE. GOD WILL ONE DAY REVEAL, I THINK TO OUR DISMAY, HOW EACH WAS A MIRACLE IN ITSELF. OH, AND, and LEST I FORGET. That little boy standing on that dirt pile outside of an adobe house in Zacatecas, Mexico, gazing across the open terrain, wondering if there was anything beyond the horizon, anything for him, has been the pastor now for the last 20 years of the Spanish ministries of the Fairview Baptist Church and my friend Carlos Borisio. This is Jack Scallion's. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity today to share just a few moments from my heart to yours.